podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, Kool-Aids. Welcome to Barca Talk. I'm your host, Gabriel Quiroga, here in the Spanish capital. And in today's episode, we're going to go over the Copa del Rey draw. Barca outlasting Girona 1-0. Arnaud proves himself against Barcelona and some Barcelona signings. But before we get into all those topics, want to let you know about our latest sponsor, NordVPN. Tired of constantly worrying about the security of your online accounts? Take your online security to the next level by using unique passwords and investing in a password manager with NordVPN. Don't be one of the millions of people who fall victim to the same password blunders. Quit the habit of using the same password for every account and switch to a unique password for each one. Need help remembering them all? Use a password manager from NordVPN to store and protect your passwords. And never ever use obvious passwords like 1234 or password. Get an exclusive discount and a bonus gift by visiting nordvpn.com slash Barca. Remember, your security is completely risk-free with NordVPN's 30-day money-back guarantee. Start protecting your online security today at nordvpn.com slash Barca. All right. So earlier today, they had the Copa del Rey drawing today, and Barcelona drew Real Madrid. Now, I'm pretty excited about this. I always love Clásicos, and I think having a Clásico for a home and away for the Copa del Rey is very exciting. And Athletic Bilbao will be playing Osasuna, which will be a nice Basque derby for them. So I think all around, I think it's a it's a good draw for, for both sides. You know, one of the things that complicates this draw is the scheduling. Real Madrid will be playing in the Club World Cup around that time, and obviously Barca will be doing the Europa League. So, you know, technically it's supposed to be scheduled for the first week of February 8th, but with the scheduling conflict, uh, it could get pushed down to March, which is obviously good news for players who just recently got injured over the weekend, like Dembele, to get some more of that rest time that he'll be able to be implemented in the team for this Classico. Again, this kind of reminds me of, you know, back in back in the day during the Mourinho Pep era when there were so many Classicos in that vaunted April, I believe, of 2011, I think it was, um, when Barcelona played each other, Barcelona and Madrid played each other in the uh, Champions League semifinals, and they also played in the Copa del Rey that month. I mean, it was a crazy month of Classicos, and obviously with all the spectacle behind Pep and Mourinho's rivalry. Again, I think it's going to be a good barometer of where the team is. Obviously, the team right now has been playing well. It continues its lead in La Liga by five points, which we're going to talk about that match. We are going to see how these teams line up. Again, uh, you know, it's supposed to be next week, but it could be pushed to March depending on the team's health, these matches could look a lot different than they look now. So we'll see. Uh, we'll, we'll see what those schedules. All right, let's get into Saturday's match where Barca lasted Girona 1-0. And, you know, there were some positive things and obviously some negative things to look at. Let's look at some of the negative things quickly. Uh, Dembele got injured in th- that game. And this is one of the things that I was looking for Dembele to take the reign as a quote-unquote superstar 
and unfortunately he got hurt. And, you know, we are expecting a lot from Dembele because we know he's super talented. We talked about this in the previous episode about finding the consistency of being a superstar. It's really hard. It's really hard. That's why there's not that many superstars. And Dembele is a vital piece to our attack. And you saw when he left, we still struggle to have some real teeth in the attack. And, you know, with Dembele being out, hopefully this will give more opportunities to Ansu Fonti. And that's the next person I want to highlight. We got a question from Carlos in our Patreon community, and he said, can you discuss how poor Ansu looks? And yeah, he hasn't scored a goal since October 20th, La Liga goal since October 20th against Villarreal. He has three goals this season. And it is a little concerning because we know how talented he is. And I think it's more of a confidence performance that's happening right now rather than something physical or something that he doesn't fit in. Now, with Dembele being out, that's just going to give more opportunities to Fati, and he has to take advantage of this. He needs to work out the partnership with Lewandowski to really help make the attack even more lethal. And this is also on Rapinha as well. Rapinha had the full game essentially on Saturday, and there wasn't many moments where he looked that dangerous. And again, this is finding the consistency match in, match out. And I talked about this. This was a Saturday afternoon match in Girona. It was cold. You saw the pitch conditions. It was going to be a difficult match. And, you know, if we're looking at this objectively, we we are still supremely dependent on Lewandowski. And again, we need to find variety and we need to just go for that goal when we can. Again, we are still doing those same things where we're at the edge of the box and we don't take shots. We're always looking to cross. We're always looking to do one extra pass. And sometimes you just got to kick the hell out of the ball because you don't know where it's going to go, you know, especially on the edge of the box. If you're inside the box, it is a good shot. We don't have to get in closer. And if you get in closer, you lose the angle. We need to take advantage of those opportunities when we have them. Pedri, again, just had a magnificent match. He scores the goal. And again, he, you know, for his age, he celebrated his 100th game with Barca. And that's just crazy. That's It's insane. And it's funny how we had hit so well on Pedri. And with so many other players, we were not able to have those players fulfill their expectations. But Pedri was amazing. He was able to score now he has his best season so far scoring and i said that at the beginning of the season as a preview to the season was i was hoping that pedri was going to be able to score more than five goals this season and if he starts to find that consistency of scoring more goals then that's going to put him as a supreme midfielder in la liga and he's starting to do that we already know the skills that he has to hold possession and pass and now to include the goal scoring that's just a, that's just cherry on the top right there for me the other thing I wanted to talk about was now Barcelona were able to escape with the three points, and that's what it was. It was an escape, and this is, again, as I told you before, this is the type of performances you have to expect, and they're just going to have to gut it out. But again, Barcelona got another shutout, which is very impressive. And again, if they continue this shutout streak, you know, they're just going to go down as one of the best goals against average in La Liga history. And it's crazy because if I told you that at the beginning of the season, you would take that in a heartbeat. But there's been a lot of Ter Stegen in there making quality saves. He's definitely improved from last season's uh, static performance, I would say. 
and he's definitely find his groove. Now, the other thing he has to work on is his passing. There was another bad pass that he did, and again, he just has to find sometimes to foot. He just needs to pass to feet, right? And sometimes he tries to lead too much, he tries to be too cheeky, and the other team comes around on a counter. So that's probably the, the last thing that needs to work out, but again, Barca have another shutout, especially away, right? We Remember, we saw in the last years, especially under Koeman, when we went away, it was a it was a shambolic mess in the back line. And we had this conversation on our WhatsApp today about Koundé playing right back. So he's been really, really impressive this season because personally, I want him to be the center back pairing with Arahu. I think it's just a stronger defense for us up the middle. And But we have seen that Koundé has been adaptable and flexible, which is great. And he's been really solid on the right. I'm really excited for the future of this pairing with Arahu Kunde, And hopefully we can find a right back that can suit Chavi's needs. And more importantly, just be a quality defender on the right side. The last thing I want to highlight about this match is just another clean sheet. Again, 14 clean sheets from 18 games this season, which is just really impressive. The defense can still be tighter, I think. I think especially in the last 15 minutes of the match when we are hoping and praying to to put you know to get the victory uh, we put that in the whatsapp group at the 75th minute it's it's hold on tight time you know it's hold on tight time barcelona are in the in la liga lead with five points because madrid and sociedad drew last night and that definitely helps barcelona have a little bit more breathing room there during the match there was a player arnau during the match against girona arnau martinez who's a fullback for Hiron on the right back. Uh, there's been a lot of rumors about Barcelona trying to sign him in the summer because of his age and his potential. And it looks like today Atletico actually made an official offer to have him in the summer, which is unfortunate because I think this is the type of player that we should be definitely going after and scouting. This type of player that has La Liga experience, that we know can has potential, and that we can provide that coaching and experience at a big club to hopefully get the fruits of that coaching like we did with Pedri from Las Palmas. Arneo has 16 appearances, two goals and one assist, and Xavi definitely had some praise for him, you know, obviously calling him a, quote, very good winger. Thank you, Xavi, for that nice quote. And again, he's been followed by Barcelona and Atletico Madrid for the past season, and you know, he's definitely looking to make the next step up. So we will see how the Atletico offer comes in and hopefully Barcelona can do something to counter that. I get more excited now for these type of players that Barcelona are going after than the highest profile because I want to see these players develop in Barcelona and I want to see the longevity of those players. I just don't want players to come in for one or two seasons being super expensive and just not panning out. Now, the last thing I wanted to highlight was some of the Barca signings that happened over the past couple days. The first one I wanted to highlight was Angel Alacorn, as we talked about him last week with Troy. He just signed a two-year contract extension with Barcelona that will run to the end of June 2025. Alacorn is part of the U19 setup, and of course, he will join the Barca Athletic team next season. There's a buyout clause set at $400 million. Again, I think that's a bit high. My philosophy on buyout clause, again, why put $400? let us put it at $100. let us put it at $80. let us have some flexibility, right? The thing is, we want to be able to be flexible with financing in the future. There's no way Anhil 
Alarcarcon is is worth four hundred million. There's no way, and to have that that buyout set so high, just that means if anything were to happen, we can't be flexible with that. So I think that policy needs to change. And we talked about this with Troy last week. Was this idea of having buyback options and also percentages, which I think is great, but this buyout thing I think needs to get lowered. I mean, eighty million is still a lot of money for a club, right? And if a club wants to go with the eighty million, then I say great because those are two players that you can turn into one, right? So we'll see how we deal with these buyout. I still think, man, four hundred million is just outrageous, outrageous. But anyway, uh, he obviously made his debut in the Copa del Rey against Celta. As we highlighted last week, he's a strong attacker. Maybe he lacks a little dribbling, but he is a great converter. And that is someone that really excites me. I really hope that he gets more playing time in future matches under Xavi. And I just want to see his development in, in the Barca Athletic. I really hope he's able to take the reign and become a top-notch scorer because he could he could be uh, a nice fit for the senior team when Lewandowski leaves, you know. I know we're always going to go for the sexy number nine, but it's always nice to have a quality backup that is on a bargain price. The other signing I wanted to highlight was Irene Paredes from the Femini, who signed a contract until 2025 as well. She's 31, center back. And Barca have been doing a great job of signing their players. We highlighted last week that Rolfo got extended. Uh, also, Ingen got st- extended. And so, Barcelona is doing a really great job of retaining talent. Uh, their talent is top-notch. And again, she just came from Paris Saint-Germain, and she has made 57 appearances while scoring eight goals. Again, she's very happy here at Barcelona with the contract extension, and obviously she's part of this quality group of Femini who over the weekend won 7-0 in another Liga Iberdola beating and shelldown. So that's going to be it for the podcast today. As you can see, there's a lot of news and notes. The next match for Barcelona is Wednesday night. It's going to be a late night match, 9 o'clock local time against Betis in Sevilla. So we'll see how Barcelona handled that. Again, another tough match. It's two back-to-back matches against the Sevillan team. So Betis on Wednesday and Sunday against Sevilla. At least that one is at home. Next week, it's another pair of matches. And again, Europa League is looming, and so is the Copa del Rey. So I think the biggest takeaway, you know, Barcelona still in the lead and five points over Madrid. This is going to be a long two months. We'll see how Barcelona handle the attrition of matches and manage their bench. Until Wednesday, we'll talk soon. Sports Social Podcast Network.